Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night. Sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast. V. Duncan Napsok for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars. Here we are. The news is out. What kind of news, you say? Star Wars news of a sort. That's right. Recently, on an episode of the Schmoes No Collider Show, the ultimate Schmodown, which is their movie trivia competition show, some of you uh, might uh, know that already from, uh, you know, if you follow me on Schmoes, some of you might not. Uh, the Schmoes No guys, the Schmoes No movie reviewers are where I got my start in the digital industry and where I still ply my trade for the most part. And uh, they got a great show. It started within the main show that they broadcast live every Thursday night. It was a, the ultimate uh, schmodown. It was a movie trivia thing. 
So now they have it on Collider, uh, and it's a, it's like a WWE style movie trivia show, and it's fun and it's it's inter- entertaining. Now I know lots and lots of useless trivia. I'm a trivia guy for for, for sure. Um, I don't uh, you know I don't regularly go to say a bar trivia night, but I have in the past and done well. I'll play some games. There's that game Buzz you can get on uh, console gaming systems and you can play, and um, I'm good at it. So good sometimes I've been asked to stop competing at parties. But when it comes to just movie trivia, I am uh, I am not the best, simply because I don't see a lot of movies, or I should say I stopped after a certain time. So I haven't, uh, I haven't really competed in the schmodown as it stands now on Collider, I, I just I just haven't had uh, haven't had the desire to go into the ring and and just get swept away. It wouldn't make for a good show. However, I've always said specialized trivia, a specialized schmodown. I would be there. I've told Christian Harloff and Mark Ellis that uh, several times. I said, give me a Star Wars one because Star Wars for. Uh, some controversial reason is is a category within the schmodown, meaning you can roll uh, or spin, as I think it is, uh, the big wheel of, of categories in round two of the schmodown, and you can then get um, uh, you can get Star Wars as a topic. You can't really get Star Trek. You you can't get Rocky movies or Lord of the Rings movies, but you can get Star Wars as a topic. It sometimes creates an unfair advantage for some of the competitors. Um, the last time I competed in a tag team competition, Mike Black and I representing Jedi Alliance versus Miri Jedikin and Sasha Pearl Raver. Uh, this was in the 2015, I believe, Ultimate Sh- uh, Movie Schmodown Trivia, whatever they called it then at the time. I can't remember. And I was the producer of the show. Um, I got Star Wars. I rolled uh, or sp- picked Star Wars out of a cup, I believe it was at the time. Now they have a wheel, and I got Star Wars, and I'm four for four. I got all the questions. Pat myself on the back. We still lost the game. But uh, I've told Christian and Mark, you give me a Star Wars-only show. I'm happy to roll up the sleeves and compete. So we had talked for a while. I'm giving you some of the insight here in the past. We had talked for a while uh, about the right way to uh, have me uh, get into the schmodown and do a Star Wars-only show. Should I take on Christian? who is a very knowledgeable Star Wars person, but I think by his own admission, not the greatest at times with Star Wars trivia. He'll concede that I know more than him, which might not be true. I just think um, I have the ability to remember more useless bits of information from Star Wars where Christian's strengths in Star Wars lie elsewhere. Now, Mark Ellis knows a lot about Star Wars, and we've gone head-to-head. We actually went head-to-head back in, I believe, 2010? When the Schmoes No Guys were producing live comedy shows, stand-up comedy shows over at Room 5 in Hollywood on La Brea next to Acme Comedy. We were there, and Mark and I, and I, and I didn't know Ellis as well then. I'd known him as an acquaintance of the years, but he knew Star Wars. I knew Star Wars. Let's challenge. So we did a live trivia competition on stage at Room 5. The winner got to keep Mark's Virginia license plate, which was a vanity plate that just said Red 5. And that was on the table. And I won. But it was close, but I won. Mark Ellis knows his stuff. John Campion knows his stuff. Even my own four center compadres, Jennifer Landon, Joseph Scrimshaw, they know their stuff. There's a lot of people out there that know Star Wars. I suggested at one point to Christian that I take on Maude Garrett. 
that maybe my old Jedi Alliance co-star and I could get back together on uh, the microphones and do a little Star Wars trivia. We used to do the Star Pause trivia segment on the first uh, 29 episodes of Jedi Alliance. And though in the end I was, uh, I think, victorious uh, by a good score, Ma notes her stuff. And Ma could get in there and swing. And she could fight, and it would be a close thing. I suggested that. We, we maybe at one point agreed to that in principle. Then I think it wasn't going to be a regular Star Wars schmodown. It was just going to be a normal one, and I didn't want to do that. And I don't think she did either. But then finally the idea was floated by Christian to me. What would you say to teaming up with John Campia of Film HQ, Movie Talk, and, of course, Collider's Jedi Council, and uh, what would you think about taking on Freddie Prinze Jr. and Sam Witwer? I said, I'm on board. Who wouldn't want to get in the ring with those Star Wars heavyweights? I feel confident with John Campy at my side. Let's do it. We had, of course, wait until uh, Freddie and Sam took the took on each other in a 101 general movie competition on the Schmodown, and they just recently did that. It's in preparation for Star Wars Rebels Season 3. It was Maul versus Kanan. Kanan versus Maul. It was a great, ferocious matchup. If you haven't had the chance to see it, won't spoil the ending, go to it. It's on Collider Video's YouTube channel. Now, at the end of the show, they interview both combatants. And Sam Witwer, unscripted, it hadn't been worked out before, we don't even know if we could pull this off, unscripted challenges John Campion, for reasons unknown, Josh McCuga. Perhaps he thought me and McCuga were the same person. He challenges us to a Star Wars trivia tag team movie trivia schmodown, an ultimate schmodown, and uh, Christian Harloff stepped in and said, nope, it's not going to be Campy and Makuga. That'd be an easy win. It's going to be John Campia and Ken Knapsack. So, I guess unofficially I've accepted. I favorited some tweets. I retweeted Sam and Freddie and John and some fans and said lock ass foils into attack position. I'm on board. I think publicly I've given enough clues that I accept. But now I want to officially say I'm definitely accepting the challenge. Talk to John Campia today face to face. We are ready. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, a lot of people going on there on Twitter have been speaking for me, and I appreciate it. Not, not taking the words out of my mouth, but I think they, they're supporters of me. A lot of you who listen, you, you, you believe in my knowledge of Star Wars uh, even probably more than I do. And you are uh, telling Sam and Freddie that this is going to be an easy victory for John and myself. Now, there's been some people, to be fair. Freddie and Sam have a lot more fans. A lot of them have said, we're the ones that are going to die and fall down the shaft of movie trivia. And explode like the ember. Wouldn't that be... No, I don't want it to end that way. So, I'm here to say... Like I said, number one, I officially accept. But also, I want to go out on the right. I respect Sam Whitworth's knowledge. I haven't met him personally yet, but I know people who know him, and I know people that know him very well. And they say, without a doubt, he is the real deal. He wasn't just some actor that they cast as Starkiller in Force Unleashed, the video game series, the great video game series, at least the first one for sure. Um, uh, he wasn't just some random actor. Knows his Star Wars. He's Maul now. Did the Emperor, uh, after uh, the original voice of the Emperor passed away on Clone Wars. He knows Star Wars. Freddy knows Star Wars too, but he's not as solid as Sam. But between the two of them, they have every right to be confident. But me and Campia, we know Star Wars as well. And we might not be known the world over as big-time actors, voiceover artists. We may not be known to that degree. But those of us who know us know that we know Star Wars. So how does one prepare 
for Star Wars. How do you know? How I am of the mindset that you can over-prepare for these things and clutter your mind. I go into trivia, and particularly Star Wars trivia, I try to tap into the Force as if it was a real thing. You're telling me it's not a real thing, Ken? I say it might not be, but hey, it might be. But I go into trivia battles, particularly with Star Wars, and I just kind of calm my mind. I don't move much. If you've seen me on other Schmodowns uh, in the past, in 2014, when I did defeat Katie Sackoff, the first ever Schmodown match, or 2015, even though I did lose in the first round with Mike Black to Sasha and Miri, I don't get overexcited. I go very zen-like. It is almost like I am Qui-Gon Jinn moments before he fought Darth Maul. Now, of course, he did die. I do lose. I never go in overconfident but I do go in confident. So for all of those uh, people who are supporting me and tweeting Sam Whitworth and saying, hey, you have no chance against Ken, don't poke the bear, the bear in this case being Whitworth. I don't know if my knowledge stacks up to him. I don't know. I've never been in the ring with him. Never been on a show with him talking Star Wars, but I, I know he knows his stuff. So don't get him angry on my behalf, all right? Let me do that myself. But again, I am going in pretty confident. And like I said, I go in and I go in calm. I go in zen. I try not to overthink and I try to go with my gut instinct. Now, there are huge gaps in my Star Wars knowledge. I'll confess that right here, right now. Maybe I'm pulling back the curtain too far. But names give me some trouble. Those little side characters, like I'll still call them Walrus Man. It's Panda Bob, I know, but I grew up calling him Walrus Man. I haven't adapted much. It's Hammerhead, right? He's got a real name? Great. He's Hammerhead. Imperial Dignitary is always going to be Imperial Dignitary to me. It's just the way of it. Um, I've had to adapt, though, because in this day and age of Star Wars trivia and Star Wars knowledge, where you got to prove yourself all the time, right, out there in Internet land, you got to know, you got to know that the Rancor Keeper's name is like Malachi or whatever the hell it is. You know, you got to know that stuff. I have little weakness in that area, I will admit. It was kind of only recently that I could tell you that I remember that Han Solo's blaster is a DL-44. I grew up calling that Han Solo's blaster. So there's weaknesses like that. But I know little plot points. I know little characters. I know little moments. And I know quotes. And I do know the prequels. Even before I publicly admitted that I liked them more than I uh, would pretend to at the time. Um, I know the prequels pretty damn well. I definitely don't know the old EU. But I'm uh, adverse. Uh, I'm verse, uh, well-versed in canon now. Not adverse. I'm well-versed. But to help me, I have purchased a book. I was on a trip home, and I was in an actual bookstore. And remember those kids? Bookstores. And I picked up uh, this uh, book by Benjamin Harper. It is a new book this year, 2016, uh, from Disney Lucasfilm. It's got the seal of approval, so kind of canon, but I've already looked at some of the questions, and I don't know about that. It is a all-encompassing book called Obsessed with Star Wars, Test Your Knowledge of a Galaxy Far, Far Away, 2,500 Questions. I saw it sitting there, and I said to myself, I cannot not purchase that with what's going on. I must test myself. I must train. 
And there's a lot of questions in here. Starts from Phantom Menace and goes to Return of the Jedi. Nothing from Force Awakens. And I'll tell you, if this is uh, if I'm using this for training and I can pass this test, I'm raring and ready to go. It's got, I mean, I'm assuming it's all canon. But it's got things like, I got to study, like, how many decks did Jabba the Hutt sail barge have? I'm just reading this. I'm not even looking at the answers yet. You can scream. You can scream to me. Uh, a, uh, 6, B, 2, C, 3, D, 4. How many decks did Jabba sail barge have? Well, turns out the answer is C, 3 decks. I couldn't have told you that. I could have guessed, maybe. I know I've seen the books. I've seen the blueprint books. Once I go inside the Star Wars ships, I couldn't remember that. How many days worth of air and food can a Thai interceptor store? Huh? I would never even think that that's a problem. Is it A, two days? B, six days, C, nine days, or D, none. How many days worth of air and food can a TIE Interceptor store? The answer, turns out, is A. I don't think, I don't know (laughs) that kind of stuff. So, when it comes to that, you just gotta kind of clear your mind and try to answer as best you can. There's easy ones. How many forms of communication did C-3PO pompously announce that he was fluent in when General Rykan picked up a strange code em- emanating outside of Echo Base? That's a long question for a simple answer, which is, of course, six million forms of communication. We all, as Star Wars fans, should know that. So there's those kind of questions. But I'm going to go through. I'm going to go through my best... My best mate, Jessica, is going to uh, test me. She's going to sit there and read all these, and I'm going to try my best. But the answer's not in front of me. The answer's not there to tempt me. I'm going to clear my mind and see if I can answer questions. Like, for instance, from Revenge of the Sith, what is a Gintho? G-I-N-N-T-H-O. What is a Gintho? Well, you'd have to know that it was either A, a spider, B, an insect, C, a reptile, or D, a bird. According to the cheat sheet here, it is A, a spider. How the hell am I expected to know that? I don't think these type of questions are going to be in the Star Wars showdown, but this is what I'm telling you I'm preparing for. So how do you guys prepare, and how do you think I should go in to this competition? And I... I uh, hope you guys are going to be there watching. I don't know. We're, uh, we haven't scheduled the taping of it yet. Uh, I got the job with the screen junkies to worry about. I got the, I got a, I got, they got a busy schedule. We got to figure out when we're going to do it, but we are going to do it. And um, I appreciate the support. If you support me, and if, if you're against me, you're against me. I understand. I'm not like, I'm not like Anakin, dealing in absolutes. All right. Because only the Sith deal in it. Never mind. Never mind. So uh, I will keep you guys updated on that. And if you have any tips on how I should practice and how I should warm up and how I should really kind of get ready for this, you let me know. 
you let me know, and uh, I will uh, I will dig in. I will dig in. Uh, it's going to be fun. Going to be fun. Me and Campia versus Kanan and Maul. Going to the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. Just a couple things out there this week. I want to uh, thank my friend Darren Height uh, at Quantum Multiverse who uh, tweeted uh, me a picture of Boba Fett. It's a, I think it's a t-shirt design I've seen somewhere. It's Boba Fett inside the Sarlacc pit, sitting there in his gear, uh, just reading a book, nice and calm, and then it's got two uh, skeletons, fossils, up above, and one looks uh, like it would be of Jabba the Hutt, and the other one is Max Rebo with his instrument. And this answers the question we posed a couple Spotlight Star Wars ago about did Max Rebo survive Jabba's sail barge explosion? Was he on it? Was he there? Did he survive? Did he escape? Uh, we're going to hear more from Max Rebo, uh, but according to this picture, he's dead. I think that's canon. Patrick Barman's checking back in. He actually has an answer to a question he posed. He asked me uh, recently when I answered, do I think there'll be any bounty hunters in episode eight and nine? And I was unsure of that. I certainly feel, as you heard me say, I like the idea. I just don't know how they can fit into this current storytelling uh, that's going on in the main Star Wars storyline. Seemed a little out of place, but he had a good answer. Patrick, who uh, has his uh, shows on Imperial uh, Podcasting, uh, his Imperial Podcasting Network, um, you can follow that as well. Uh, he said, I think a bounty hunter could work in 8 and 9 by Unkar Plot. Maybe Unkar sends a bounty hunter to track down Ray for stealing the Falcon. Certainly possible. Makes sense. Unkar did not show up on Takadona in the movie. He did in the book, paid for it dearly, but he didn't show up there. So I think he's still around. I think he uh, he's still in one piece, and maybe he's seeking revenge. I don't think, personally, we're going to hear much more from Unkar plot in the Star Wars pictures. But because it's Simon Pegg, and because it's kind of a weird, lovable character in a way, I'd be okay with that in some way. So, Patrick, your idea is pretty good. So you guys out there join the conversation. You let me and Patrick know, could bounty hunters show up in 8 and 9? And how? More importantly, how? A bounty hunter could certainly show up. But how is the big question. And Jeff Not Emma at Jeff Not Emma on Twitter says, at 4CenterPod, hashtag Spotlight Star Wars, what lightsaber type, color, build, shape that we haven't seen in books or film would you like to see? Um, so I looked this up a little bit because uh, with uh, Disney and, and Lucasfilm kind of resetting canon, that throws out a lot of different style of lightsabers and colors that have been used before. Um, so I did find a list, and uh, if it's incorrect, let me know. This is the seven known colors currently. Because, again, there might have been others. Blue. You know, this is obviously the most standard, used by our good friends Obi-Wan and Anakin early on, Luke early on. Green, a secondary blade of equal, should be noted, of equal significance to blue, used by Skywalker Luke. Skywalker, that is. Qui-Gon Jinn and Yoda. Red, which we all know is the bad guys, generally considered uh, because red to, to be red because they use a synthetic kyber crystal at their core. Purple, rare lightsaber color, used by Mace Windu, simply because Samuel L. Jackson wanted it that way. Asked George Lucas if he could have a purple lightsaber because it was his favorite color. George Lucas was not going to be the one to tell Sam Jackson no. So, therefore, purple lightsabers in canon. Yellow did show up. They're used, and you can see them on some of the cartoons. Uh, Jedi Temple guards have the yellow blades. 
double-bladed yellow sabers. They're nice. I like those. I like those. And some yellow actually showed up in Attack of the Clones, I believe, at the big end fight there. Begun. These Clone Wars have. They're there. And Ahsoka Tano was the first character in modern canon, of course, to wield white lightsaber blades. And uh, those were in Star Wars Rebels. She had two. We do not know yet, as this article notes, how she acquired white kyber crystals. The book of Ahsoka, the novel, is coming out soon. I just, uh, I have not received my copy yet, but I was holding Christian Harloff's copy today when I uh, was stopping by to say hi to the boys at Collider and Schmoes. No, book looks good. Uh, the description of the book looks good. Very excited about that. So maybe we will get some answers soon about Ahsoka Tano and her white lightsabers. And of course, there is the color black known as the Darksaber. We've talked about it here on Force Center before. We've talked about it on Jedi Alliance. I've talked about it just out in public by myself. Love the Darksaber, of course. Uh, loved playing with it in Force Unleashed. It's an ancient weapon stolen from the Jedis uh, by the Mandalorians long before the Clone Wars. Uh, the Death Watch, they had it. Uh, Pre Vizsla had it. And um, it is going to be making a return. To Rebels, um, of course, the character Bo-Katan from Death Watch, who was Duchess Satine's sister, is uh, going to appear in Rebels this year, voiced by Katie Sackhoff. And uh, that is why I believe so, that in the trailers for Rebels Season 3, we do see the Darksaber show up. So the question from Jeff Emma is, outside of those, outside of those ones, uh, what... Uh, what lightsaber color and, and kind would it like to be? I've talked about the Jedi, the lightsaber whip, which appeared in the Darth Bane series. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. The female. Uh, was it Gith- Githina? Githina? I don't know. There was the female in the story. You know, you guys remember. And she had a whip. Um, not canon officially as of right now. I like that idea. It's kind of crazy. Um, as far as, you know, yes, the question of what kind of style, build, and shape would I like. I'm old school simple. I do like the double-sided blades. I, I like Maul. I was a I was a mark for Maul's lightsaber when that first showed up. I like Kylo Ren's crazy broadsword broadsaber lightsaber. I like that as well. But really, I just like kind of simple things when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, lightsabers. Just give me a simple hilt. Doesn't have to be too ornate. I don't need no Dooku bent, uh, you know, hilt. I don't need uh, anything like that. Uh, Saj Ventress has some weird ones there. I, I don't need any of that. I kind of fell in love with the lightsaber as a kid. For me, the first one that really got me was Luke's green lightsaber. And you go back, and I like the red. I like I liked the Sith lightsabers. I'd be tempted to join just on the color. But I like Luke. I like Luke's blue, uh, which you know really is Anakin. I kind of like, which is why I'm interested. But it's that it's now in the hands of Ray. It is just the simplest, straightforward blue lightsaber, passed down from generation to generation, survived years, mysterious ways around it. It is simple. It is straightforward. So I would go with that. I don't need some kind of crazy build and shape to it. Give me that. I know, you know, the Inquisitors, uh, at first I was okay. When the Grand Inquisitor first unveiled his kind of uh, special lightsaber with the spinning uh, hilt and all that stuff, it was great. Then it became a helicopter blade, and uh, nah, 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 nah. I like simple. But as far as colors, I can try to play along with that. Now, I personally, green is my favorite color. I definitely think I would like uh, uh, the, the red. I mean, these are, these are all the primary colors. 
So I don't know what's left to choose. Orange? Too close to red. But is orange? Could an orange lightsaber signify that maybe uh, maybe you're good, but you're almost bad? Mm, it's a question for the great Star Wars philosophers out there. Um, I mean, really? Fuchsia? Periwinkle? Goldenrod? Copper? Where are you going to go? You know what I would like, though? We got the Luke, Obi-Wan, Anakin blue, the light blue. I'm also a big fan of dark blue. Like a big, like a royal blue. Like a bright, kind of almost royal, well, royal blue. (laughs) Duh. I like that color. Can I vote for that, Jeff Nadema? That's what I want. Give me a solid, simple hilt, solid, normal shape, but a dark royal blue. Just a commanding, powerful, regal. So I think the word I was looking for earlier, regal blade. The royal blue saber. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. And that's what we're doing this week here on Spotlight Star Wars. Getting prepped for trivia. Can we do it? Look for it soon. I will let you guys know when it is going down. Don't challenge Sam. Don't 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 get Sam Whitwer mad at me. We're both going in confidently. Campion today was just telling me this could be the first showdown where possibly every question is answered correctly down to the end. We will see. Look for that soon. Look for uh, our shows here on the Four Center Podcast feed. We got Star Wars Counseling just started with Joseph Scrimshaw, Star Wars Ranked, uh, about once a month or so. We're going to do that. Jedi Beat, you got a new Jedi Beat from Jennifer Landa coming. Databank Brawl's going strong. You can hashtag Databank Brawl to send us your ideas for characters and fights. And Force Center, the main show, the Superstar Destroyer of our fleet, the Jabba Sail Barge of our uh, of our party barges. Um, we're going strong uh, and more stuff coming. And uh, I, uh, I want to thank you all, too, because we put a call out on Force Center to uh, get a push from you guys who, who listen and support us to, uh, to you know, go on, uh, go on iTunes and rate and review the show. And it's important. And it feels awkward when we have to beg. It's like we're doing a pledge drive. But I, I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's important. And so we, we put the call out there, and we crossed over 100 reviews. I think we were sitting uh, 40, 41 reviews, and, and we got, uh, uh, you know, five stars. I think we're over 100 uh, rev- uh, five-star reviews, uh, some written reviews now uh, doubled. Uh, we really appreciate that. It, I don't need, you know, it doesn't always have to be a written review. We like going in and reading those. It makes us feel good in dark times. Um, but just click Click five stars, click four stars, fine, fine. If I ramble too much on Spotlight Star Wars, click four stars. Um, but we really appreciate it. It helps. It has helped you guys. Uh, we put a call to action, and you guys answered. Keep it going there. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. That's going to be the next kind of push for us here at Force Center, is to follow us on Twitter, Twitter at Force Center Pod. We also have the Facebook page, Podomatic, Stitcher. We're everywhere. You know where to find us, but if you're new and we're getting some new followers and some new download numbers, which means there's more people coming in, we appreciate it. Just follow us. Different shows, several different ones a week. We like to have it all here for you, the fans. So that's it. I'm done rambling. On to 
the trivia challenge against Sam Whitworth and Freddie Prince. See you guys next time. May that force thing, kind of, sort of, always be around you. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.